Alright team, welcome back. Welcome back to the Scratch Record Podcast. Yeah. We are back again, just the two of us this week. We are, after a few, well, it was a few guests and then just two of us and now we're treating you again, just the two of us. Another one. OG. Another one. And we're going to throw it back to something we've already done, Mm -hmm. but different. So we're going to do the conspiracy theories again, Mm because actually I love doing that one. I I thoroughly enjoy conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. and remaking that with different ones and trying to like find as many as we can in the industry yeah. or in just in like music in general like we might completely transition to a conspiracy theories podcast there is potential because <laughs> i fucking love them yeah. like whether it be sport or whatever i'm always mm. sat on the buzzfeed unfeed, unsolved really thing. interesting yeah i think it's brilliant but yeah. last time we did um i was gonna say nickelback but we did we did, we did nickelback we did nickelback How they're actually the best band in the world yeah the <laughs> um no. no it was uh kurt cobain actually kurt being killed in it actually being a murder which is funny because i've got a very similar one this week not to spoil it but similar route oh really yeah, more serious but um yeah like i think it worked and people seem to like it because mine was a conspiracy theory in a the sense that like something tangible has happened yeah but there's rumor around exactly what went on so it's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more serious whereas yours was what was it paul mccartney yeah yeah that paul mccartney died years died ago like within the double. first like couple of albums of <laughs> the first couple of hours of, like, <laughs> yeah yeah his life. born and died yeah. they were just replaced <laughs> him straight away they knew what was gonna happen yeah yeah that one yeah. which and again mine is gone out there is a is a clutch but actually i you're happy this. Well, i'm really, really happy with this i notes. love this one this is the most notes he's done since gcse's <laughs> And he's got a degree. So <laughs> Generalised idea of what it's like, but you're quite excited about that. I am you? really excited about this one, and yeah. this is my favourite one that I've seen in the industry. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mine. Will, I'll go second though, but I'm okay. gonna tell you what it is. Yeah. I, uh, I've got the Kanye West and David Bowie conspiracy. <laughs> that Kanye West is really a prophet. So just as a, a as a little profit, yeah, as a profit, yeah. just to kind of like keep you engaged. Because if you want to fucking hear that one, uh, what you've done is everyone's gone fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> what is he on about? Close the app. Uh, no, Don't stick around for mine. Mine's interesting, and then just fast forward as if it's really boring. Oh, <laughs> 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 it won't be boring. It won't be boring. Uh, it's literally the least boring thing I've ever read. To be fair. Well, there you go. Yep. Go on, okay. Kick, kick us off. Yeah. Okay. So mine is similar because. Just like the Kurt Cobain one, it's around Jimi Hendrix's death. Okay. The conspiracy theory is... Go on. Well, I've never heard this one. Mm. I didn't know there was anything, and I'm glad that you didn't tell me anything while you were writing the notes. Mm. Because yeah. I've never heard, I've never heard this one, and I fucking love Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, so he died when he was 27, I think. He was like yeah, it's part of the 27 young. Club. Crazy, that is. Yeah. Um, they all have white lighters, you know. Who? white lighters the 27 club yeah so they all had white lighters really? they've all been pictured with white lighters and they, they people say that's like the bad luck thing oh, and i know i've definitely had a white lighter and i'm shit myself 27 <laughs> so <laughs> you're not making it to 27 mate i wouldn't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so essentially obviously died really really young there was a little bit of a confusion around his death like as to what exactly went down mm. and this there was a lot of things online about like what happened, but this was an Ooh. actual really yeah. <laughs> well so I'm trying written. to put, I'm doing my back backing vocals. We'll, we'll put the editing in. Don't worry. You'll know if there's if there's creepy backing music in this, then we've worked that out. <laughs> and if there's not, we definitely gave up really quickly <laughs> trying to do that. Yeah, no, mine's not good enough, is it? Yeah. Don't yeah, make it's the all cut. right. It's just a bit loud. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. Ooh. Go on, keep talking, Joe. Uh, yeah, so essentially it's a conspiracy theory that Jimi Hendrix was in fact murdered by his manager. Oh, shit. Who owed money to the mafia. Now, bear with me on this one. Okay. So obviously it was like, we're talking late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. So the mafia stuff was more, I think now it doesn't feel very real. Like people are owing money to the mafia and that it's all a bit like far-fetched, but it was such a genuine thing. Yeah. That like just like people get loans from the bank now everyone did just get loans from the mafia and then owed the money and it was quite common like over in america like it did happen Fuck that. do you know what i mean so that's like, whoever takes a loan from the mafia you must you have a really sh- well you must have a really shit credit score yeah yeah <laughs> 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 i don't know how much credit scores thing in the late 60s in america <laughs> to be fair. yeah get on experian or yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
52 brilliant <laughs> uh, yeah but it was it's quite an interesting one it was there's a lot on it so I've tried to like really squish it down into the story mm. but essentially there, there's an interview with a guy called Tappy who was very good friends with both Tappy Carpets don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> done, the carpet in this, done the carpet in the studio. Oh, God. Yeah, walked in. Yeah, and he went, all right, lads. Jimmy Hendrix. Killed. Yeah, he's tappy carpets down the road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. By Marks and Spencers. To be fair, it's spelt differently. It's T-A-P-P-Y, not oh, T-A-P-I. Don't fucking ruin it for everyone. Uh, him. Him. Okay. But he was basically a friend of both Jimi Hendrix and Jimi Hendrix's manager, who's called Mike Jeffrey. Mike Jeffrey. So, Tappy claims... That in a meeting that you had with Mike Jeffrey after Jimi Hendrix's death, they basically planned this world tour where they went round and they played his music like out of speakers, like a cinem- cinematic experience. After, after he, he died, died. After yeah. he died. And it made an absolute killing, apparently. Like world tour, and obviously it was dead easy for them. Because they did, they they did it. To, they did it. They did oh, it. Oh, shit. They had a meeting to plan it between Tappy and Mike Jeffrey, and Tappy claimed that during this meeting, Mike Jeffrey confessed to murdering Jimi Hendrix. Saying he had no choice, he had to do it. He owed the mob money. Do they have? Do we have anything more on this tappy creature? <laughs> creature. <laughs> Sorry, uh, character. Um, in what way? Like, like in I don't have like, his sort of birthplace. He... <laughs> no, 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 I don't want like his birthplace. Is what his job. He is seems now. to be a relatively normal guy. Is he a legitimate source? From what I could tell, Jimi Hendrix wasn't the cleanest of creatures. No, no, I don't so... think any of them were. But from what I can tell. This tappy bloke was quite a level-headed, normal guy. Bit like um, how I imagine Bonehead and Oasis. Yeah, I mean, Less I think Bonehead's a... an absolute nutter. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> but, nutter, but, but not like, quite as bad sort as... Sort of knows what's going on. I mean, I don't know, to be fair. I don't know loads about him, but from the way this was written, he's done like, interviews later and he's very, like, like, speaks well about it, knows what he's talking about. Like, he's not completely off his nut. Like, okay, interesting. Now, he's claimed Mike Jeffrey has said this. So the story basically is, is that when Jimi Hendrix was looking for a manager, they went through a lot of different things because he didn't, early doors, people didn't really rate him. So they were struggling to get him off the ground. Mm. Now this Mike Jeffrey guy was the manager of the animals and was doing really, really well with them. So he signed with him. Mm. And to start with, Mike Jeffrey literally made his career. So he got him like the record deal of like Warner Brothers, Mm. um, like pushed all of the tours took him and literally made Jimi Hendrix what he is from someone who was really struggling to get a deal and put him on the mat and basically allow people to enjoy his talent and all that. So there's yeah. a lot of things about people saying like Jimi Hendrix literally owed this Mike Jeffrey his career to start with. But it essentially just soured um, at some point because he was obsessed with money, this Mike Jeffrey character. And was like... Funny that he's a manager. Exactly. And typical manager in the sense that he was like back-to-back tours and was very like, um, with Jimi Hendrix, he was like, as soon as the tour had finished, he's like, right, I've planned the next one. We're doing this, we're doing that. You've got to get an album out by next week and we've got to do this. Very like obsessive about money. Yeah. And uh, Jimi Hendrix basically slowly started to not like that and this sort of Funny grip that, yeah. that um, he had over him. Then there was all this stuff about how complicated the record deal of Warner Brothers was. And apparently like this Mike... Jeffrey guy and another guy called Chaz, who was also involved big in like, management. Yeah, big again, like, such a Chazza. Mike Chaz and Tappy are involved. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. Yeah, they're um, gonna come do the plumbing next week. <laughs> yeah, um, he they had like a real grip over Jimi Hendrix, like a quite a. They would control exactly when he had to release music, like even down to like, the style of it. And obviously, once Jimi Hendrix had got out there didn't like that suddenly enough because yeah. he was incredibly talented and well, he probably didn't like it to start with no but I think he needed it and then when he stopped needing it it was a thing but obviously contracts he stuck with him mm. but it started to become a real thing to the point where Jimi Hendrix started like basically not giving a shit on these tours because he was doing so many and performing really badly mm. so apparently like all the standard dropped he was like getting rid of the band members that, he, that were good and just hiring like his mates that couldn't even play instruments and stuff apparently and there's like some gigs that they play and it's like Jimi Hendrix's mate on guitar and he can't play guitar. They was just like, Fucking his brilliant. way of rebelling against the management was just to be like, look, if you're going to send me on these tours and I'm just going to do what I want to do I'm going to bring tours, my mates. I'm just going to bring my mates and have a laugh and like, yeah, the music's going to be shite. Um, which was basically then... I think when you got Jimmy at the front though, nothing's shite. No, of course not. But 
He could probably he's like, he could shy, get away like, with it. He could, but Biocentric, and if he's literally at the front, like not playing, like not doing it. Yeah, yeah. To the point where apparently there was literally gigs where he'd be like, oh, "I'm not doing this song. Don't really like it." Like it was a really like strange thing. Yeah, um, that does sound strange. And that led to basically people not going to these tours, and their income massively declined, and all their expenses were still just as high as they were. Okay. So him, Jimi Hendrix, and the band, and Mike Jeffrey all started losing money quite sharpish. Yeah. Um, so then they sort of picked it up it seems like they patched everything up they came to some sort of personal agreement and it all moved on a little bit after this decline right yeah. but apparently this Mike Mike Jeffrey guy had lost a lot of his money so they started investing in like other random things to the point where he then built a state of the art studio in New York 50-50 of Jimi Hendrix so they had a studio in New York right Okay. And it costs like five hundred thousand dollars. Which in then times a lot. Late sixties is millions, of money. millions these days. Yeah. Millions. Turns out they built it right in the middle of like the mafia heartland in New York. Oh for fuck's sake. Without what a stupid No, that's not a not knowing thing. This is when what you know because when so when you're buying a property, you don't just buy a property. Mm. You can find out about the area, don't you? Yeah, in I the mean, heart I would. of in the heart of the mafia's yeah. Stronghold. Yeah. Stronghold. Sounds like we're doing like a <laughs> doing like sort of video game. Ross Kemp in <laughs> Afghanistan. The Mafia Stronghold. The mafia stronghold. Picture <laughs> <laughs> there were like this like sort of wooden like castle and they were like like Takeshi's castle sort of vibe. Like storming the stronghold. <laughs> water with pistols. Water pistols and little like, yeah, little, little, like paper antenna paper thing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what I'm picturing. Uh, I, I wouldn't be picturing that if it was the mafia in no, the 60s. <laughs> basically, fucked it. And then not only that, obviously, then people didn't want to use it. But then yeah. they also had loads of issues like building it. It like flooded a few times. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. foundations were flooded. Fucked. Well, exactly. So then, funnily enough, they struggled to get it built. Obviously, the mafia Mike aren't was, big fans of Jimi Hendrix. No. So then, guess what happened? What? Mike borrowed Mafia money in order to finish the studio so that he didn't have his losses. So, as you say, right, in my head, exactly what you thought. They built it there, whether they knew or not. It got flooded, and I'm doing the quote marks so people listen on Spotify or whatever. Um, Apple Podcast. Yeah, that's the other one. Or Pocket Cast, or Google Podcast, or... Or Podcast Addict. Yeah. Podcast Addict. Exactly, there. Our Americans. And maybe... uh, Hmm, the secret one that's I don't know whether it's a thing yet <laughs> confidential <laughs> um, the mafia maybe you know flooded the studio perhaps and then oh no we're making these claims no these yeah. are all allegedly allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. The, mob <laughs> <door next week. laughs> the mob from the city I don't want no and no it, right we are not going against the New York mob from the 60s we're big fans but if they want to come on the podcast oh, God, I'd be really interested yeah. to speak to them about it yeah okay Oh, just yeah. to throw it out there. Throw if there's there. anyone who's Big in the mob in the, the 1960s in New York listening to this, yeah, or anyone's mom. grandkids that are listening to it in New York, yeah. that's granddad or that nan links. was yeah, linked we'll fly to them over. I'd be down. That'd be really interesting. But yeah, essentially, what seems to happen: studio got fucked. Yeah, Mike has then borrowed money from the mafia in order yeah. to solve it, and completely run out. Then all of this carried on. Jimmy still didn't like Mike, and essentially, then this contract that they had signed. Run was out. running out okay. soon, right? So Mike now owes money to the mob, has very little money in himself, is in a lot of debt, and is about to lose this contract with Jimmy, which is his entire livelihood, right? Yeah. Um. Now, this is the bit that's quite crucial that's a little bit debated. Allegedly, Mike Jeffrey then took out life insurance on Jimi Hendrix's life so that all of his assets and money, if he was to die, would go to him. That's not how life insurance works. It's the late late sixties in America. Not sure how it worked. This is literally just what I've read. That, or it would go to like his management because it would go into the company. He would ha- basically have access to all of his Jimmy. Anything after Jimi Hendrix, he would get a lot of money out of it. Whether it's everything, however it worked, whatever the specific the management, were, the management, took whether it went the into life a joint insurance. company that he then had access to that um, he could take no, out, I it, don't know. It makes more sense because it, it, as a management, they're an asset, so yeah. they're an asset of a company, and you insure assets. So yeah. it'd be a, it'd be a life insure. It wouldn't be like Jimi Hendrix's life insurance. It wouldn't be like getting Sun Life or no. Do I mean like I think oh, it's like more, sixty plus? You he get took a free out quote. insurance on Jimi Hendrix almost as his asset. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If anything happens to him, he gets a big payout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? 
Now, this isn't confirmed, this is alleged, but that's apparently what happened. And then, within the year before the contract was up, Jimi Hendrix is dead. Now, what, again, they then interviewed this woman that was apparently with Jimi Hendrix on the night that he died, and it all seems really shady. So they were, like, out drinking, um, out and about, and then they both went to sleep at, like... She went to sleep at, like, 6am, woke up at 10, and he was asleep, got up, went to the shop and bought, like, cigarettes and stuff, came back, tried to wake him up, and he wouldn't wake up. Now, no ambulance was then called. She left Jimmy on his own, and until someone else then discovered him, rang an ambulance, came, and he was already dead when they came. So he never went to hospital. There was no hospital admission because when that ambulance got there, he was already dead. They just took him straight to a morgue. Now, apparently, this woman, her story has changed like loads over the years mm. as to what exactly went down. Because she was fucked up. Jimi Hendrix well, don't go out yeah. just for a couple of drinks, well, does he? Is, well, actually, just read famously, massive lightweight with alcohol. Yeah, because he does like, all the drugs under the sun. Four pints, and he was fucked. But now this is the weird thing because he died from his own sick in his sleep which and there was like high levels of alcohol in his body but he didn't really drink yeah to that extent like it was it was odd because there was a lot of things he was doing that probably could have killed him but of all the things it was like wait was he was he did do loads of drugs didn't he yeah. I, i'm not like making i think that i mean I, you know i wasn't there but i think the like the idea of of him is that he did yeah is that that's the perception well yeah. you know how much he actually did i don't know but i assume so yeah but it it seemed odd to people that he was like he doesn't drink and it essentially seems to be alcohol that's killed him so the rumor is that this mike guy ordered a hit on him and they then he was got drowned. pissed he was drowned oh. with booze so they like poured it down his throat until he died and then put him in bed and made it look like he just drank too much himself because all that all then they're going to see is there's, he's got alcohol in his system he's fallen asleep and he's choked on his own sick but they like drowned him with alcohol. You're looking very confused. <laughs> so that's the rumor that Mike Jeffrey ordered a hit on him, cashed in on his death, did a world tour without him afterwards, cashed in on that. And now the funny thing is, is that quite soon after that, funny. not it's not funny. Actually. <laughs> it's actually not funny at all. The sad thing is, <laughs> is that Mike Jeffrey died then soon after. It's not funny, by alcohol. but it's just, No. By a mid-air plane collision. Right? Off. Now, not only that, so uh, his plane has gone into another plane in the air. When does that fucking happen to anyone? Not only that, he was petrified of flying to the extent where he used to book like five or six flights and then cancel five and leave one so that he wasn't tempting fate as to which one was going to crash because he was so scared of them crashing and thought if he books one, fate will have it that that one will crash. So he didn't. He booked like six, then would cancel five, clearly an unwell man, and then would get on one in the hope that the random chance of that one crashing is so low because there was like... And then die in a plane crash. Well, that's karma, isn't it? That's insane, though. That's karma. That's I also could see karma. why their expenses were so high if he was booking six times the flights every yeah, time I bet, don't get, I bet you don't get 100... I bet you don't get 100% back. back? No, and imagine the book... airlines probably caught on to the same bloke who's booking six flights every time they're cancelling five. They'll probably start going, we're not giving you the money back. Five. <laughs> Stop it. It's yeah, really please. annoying. But yeah, so that he then died. A mid so I think air, this, hang on. Know, they, yeah. What did they collide with? Another plane? I guess so, yeah. There's nothing else to collide with in the air, is there? <laughs> it's the air. I mean, you're not wrong. Question? Sorry, Chris. Answer? Okay. Um, yeah, not. I mean, it's clouds, and then obviously there's birds, but I don't think that would be a collision. I think that's like that's a whole different thing if you get like a bird in your engine. Yeah. That's a different like name. I think a mid-air collision means they went into another aircraft. That's outrageous. Madness. I mean, that surely must have its own conspiracy about it. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah, really, really odd. But then it also obviously takes away now, like, because he died so soon after, mm. these, like, tappy claims that he said that to him, he's not around to, like... Back it or there's not. There's no, like, neither Jimmy or him is around to back what really happened. So it's a bit like, only really Mike Jeffrey and Jimi Hendrix knew what happened. And they're both not here. So it's a bit no, like... Well, Jimi Hendrix wouldn't know. No, but as in, would, like, know what... 
I mean, he'd know because he was there when they killed him, if, if they killed him. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Now do you know what I mean? Making, yeah, fair. Right. Go I on. have I have problems. That's pretty much everything that I've got written down. I have problems. Go on. Drowning in alcohol. Yes. You're the mafia. Doesn't seem like a I don't know. Credible... It, wasn't, it wasn't via the mafia. It was Mike Jeffrey's own mates. Not okay. The oh, so the mafia didn't. Okay, the mafia yeah, didn't yeah, kill yeah, yeah. him. But he if you're in the area to... of the mafia, you're probably going to supposedly use... it was people that Mike Jeffrey knew. Okay, his mates. So the payout was big. It it's uh, apparently it's, from it's... a movie as well, where they like put a pipe down someone's throat and then just pour drink in it until they died. It's apparently a thing. Interesting. It exists as a method. Interesting. It makes a bit of sense. Mm-hmm. Because of the alcohol in his system and yeah. all of that jazz. The woman leaving, yeah. Buki, strange yeah. bird. Yeah. Oh, bird, what an awful thing to say. Yeah. Uh, strange woman. Strange behaviour from her. But people were saying, A, as you said, who, who fucking knows what she was doing that night? Like, yeah. In general. And well, B, like, people, you'd panic, like, in that situation. Yeah, but you don't just leave. You, you, people you, do. It's fight or flight, isn't it? Like, literally is then, do you stay and go, right, I'm going to deal with this and do it, or do you just fucking run because people do especially they were saying like she was worried about if you call an ambulance and you're in a room full of class A drugs not ideal like she probably thought fuck I've done all this done this done that done that god knows what paranoia is going through a red mm. now there's now a bloke who won't wake up that's fucking Jimi Hendrix one of the biggest stars on the planet at the time she's gone I'm just, I'm just gonna get out of here I need to be away from this situation like that's a very likely thing and that now, is a very likely she's thing she's probably now gonna be like I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, and I'm not going to be like, yeah, I shit myself because I was doing loads of drugs and left because it's not going to make her look very good. So now she's just sort of. So did she? The story. So who did anyone get nicked for it? Was it all accidental? No. So no it was accidental. Yeah. Okay. And it went to court. Um, did this conspiracy go to court? This, the, as in his death, went was investigated. Like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they looked for like foul play. They looked for suicide. They looked for all that and didn't. The, find the anything sort of quarter of that investigation was that nothing was there I'm more swayed by this one than, it's good isn't it I'm swayed by this one It in compar- compared to the Kurt Cobain one because I think similar yeah but I'm more swayed there's more substance isn't there because yeah. you've got a name and you've got this I think the details such as like the the drowning of Alcon that sort of detail of how it was done the main thread that Mike Jeffrey basically had a lot of gain yeah a lot to gain from his death and seems to be I mean there's rumours of him having offshore tax accounts there's rumours of him being involved in like all sorts of dodgy shit as well he's clearly a bloke that is borrowing money from the mafia anyway he's a bloke with a lot of interesting contacts and a lot of like dodgy stuff going on you could you could just see that happening that he owes a lot of money to the mafia and he goes do you know what I'm just going to make sure all of my legality is there that if he dies I get a lot of money and then get it ordered off. Like it's not that would not be an unheard of thing. It's to, not an unheard of unheard of thing, especially in that era. I think uh, yeah. I, mean? I think it's the I don't know, the taking out the insurance claim I think should be Is that a thing that's public knowledge? Am I am I I, I don't know. Should don't you know. be able to find that? Again, quite I just easy? think it's so different. Like you've got to remember that's like fucking sixty years ago. Oh, so like it's not like there's a there's anything online about it mm. so if, if he had a take out insurance policy that's him and a solicitor with a contract that then gets put yeah. into some sort of public record I suppose maybe or put into the insurance into, firm who knows mate like, back then if it was like 10 years ago you could be like people could look into it yeah now and plus all of that sort of stuff only gets kept for 10, 15, even 20 years max. Like, yeah. no one's going to have that insurance policy 60 years down the line. So I think it's like, it's that's impossible to tell. Up, because yeah. of the era, it's so much more likely that this happened. Yeah, that's crazy. You know I mean, that I there was real shady shit going on. Yeah. I, I, I'm just gutted about Jimmy's death. Oh, mate, it's so sad. 27 is like the saddest thing. Yeah, it is sad. I just One think absolute that... fucking legend. It is mad, though, that there is so many people that died at 27. But that, mm. to me, sounds... Uh, bollocks or not bollocks I think the general idea that there was shifty motives behind his death and there was people involved that whether it was murder or whether it was even enhancing he was pretty fucked up and they did something to do you know what I mean finish him off Mm. type of vibe something went on in that case not bollocks 
the specifics of it who knows but mm. I think the fact that there was something shady to do with his death not bollocks I'm going plausible like uh, you know like you know um, Mythbusters <laughs> yeah, yeah when it's yeah. like where it's like almost like bollocks yeah, yeah plausible or not bollocks it's like a bit in between as I said I think I'm the- going plausible that that's that is one of them ones where I, I can see the skeleton of it yeah does have something yeah. that could have been potential mm-hmm. like it does have potential that like that that could have happened there For could sure. have been some form of foul play there could have been some form of hit money there could have been all that exchanged hands yeah. and i think there's motive there and there's opportunity there for those things to have happened doesn't obviously mean that he did but like from, definitely from this might jeffrey guy's background and what he seemed to be like and then like this stuff that tappy's saying and all Big that tap you know i trust tappy i like him so you know if he says he did it I don't, I'm going to have to find some interviews of this Tappy. In it, yeah. I want to know what he's like. I don't know. If, I think the interview that this one is about is from like 89. I don't know if he's even still about. 89? See, even that's like... That's, 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 that was 19 years after that and it was still fucking 31 years ago. This is the thing, like, because we're talking about such a long time ago, it sort of makes it more plausible, but obviously, like, who knows? Like, we don't really know what America was like in fucking the late 60s, like... Well, this in sort fact, of shit might happen. <laughs> in fact, I am a time traveller. Ah, thank I've you, Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for next time. That's conspiracy theories three. <laughs> that's hard to say. Don't... Conspiracy theories three. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm normally the one that fucks up. But okay, not bollocks. I like it. I'm going plausible. That's the I'm first not going. One I'm not going fully with not bollocks. No, you said it. Because I don't. No, 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 no. I, I never said not bollocks. I'm going. You said not bollocks. I'm going plausible. Okay. I still see a lot of bollocks in that, in a sense of, <laughs> <laughs> in a sense of Jimi Hendrix w- could have earned him so much more money being there. No, because he'd, his contract was running out, so he's going to go with a different manager. He'd have been out, out ski, gone, not involved. <laughs> No money. <laughs> it's the cash cow. The cash tab had been turned uh, off, mate. This is what I'm saying. As soon as that contract had run out, Jimmy Hendrix was going to leave because they didn't like each other, and Jimmy Hendrix did not like him. Yeah, it wasn't working. So as soon as that contract ran out, Ooh, that was it. He, he, he had no money, so he was thinking, "Fuck, what am I going to do then?" Because as a manager with a name that big, fucking you off. I imagine that starts to be then like, where do I go next? Especially in mm. them days, it's not like now where there was fucking thousands of people that are big stars the mm. big stars you We're know I spoke about the Beatles and that there's no one else doing it do you know what I mean in those days in six, it's very to have big big stars that are doing world tours there are, there wasn't well, thousands of them so if you lose one what do you do and he owes money to people that will hurt him and his family if he doesn't pay it wow do you know that's enough to drive a man to do some shady stuff oh well by the sounds of it he's a shady creature anyway yeah I keep saying creature tonight oh, strange bird and creature a bit yeah if you bird David Attenborough I'm really right? really sorry about the bird thing that's yeah, really out of character for me no it's not <laughs> <laughs> you've shagged me now thank you cheers for that mate um, yeah, yeah no okay, I'm cool, going plausible plausible big in editing cameraman Chris we did. You edit. <laughs> editor Elliot. Oh, oh my god. Love to see it. Boom, editor Elliot put a plausible. Bam. Right, I'm slamming that down. Plausible. <laughs> okay. Right. So that's plausible. Plausible. Right. Okay. You tell me yours that definitely isn't. Okay. So it's the Kanye West was predicted by David Bowie. You sound like you're reading an audio book. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> so, when David Bowie, he prophesied. When. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's the mistake, Jackie? You'd have put so much more money in it than me. Christ. Okay, so David Bowie <laughs> yeah. prophetized. Prophesized. Prophesized, thank you. I'm looking at Chris for confirmation. Is it? What think. is it, Chris? <laughs> anyway, he said basically there's going to yeah. be a new Jesus born. Yeah. He, in his album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Yes. If we look at the album, if we look at the album cover, we do. What is above Ziggy Stardust's head? 
It is a sign. It is a, a sign. yellow I was, sign. I, I was going to say a sign, you know. It's a yellow sign. Do you know what the yellow sign reads? K dot West. Right. Coincidence. Because yes. if AJ Tracy was stood in front of a Londis store, you wouldn't suggest that Londis was going to be the next big thing. But, okay. That could just be a mere coincidence. It does say K dot West. Weird to begin with. First track on that is called Five Years. It is. This song was this album was released in 1972. It was. <laughs> Thank you, fact man. The lyrics for the five years basically suggest that throughout the track, it goes on to say that there is going to be five years. The world was going to end. Yes. The world's going Brilliant to end. Song. We've got five years. <laughs> anyway. That <laughs> That's exactly what I thought was going to be. <laughs> like it's, it, the world was going to end unless there was a prophet or right. a, a, a new a coming, a saviour yeah. is what the word he uses. Mm-hmm. And five years down the line, five years and two days, Kanye West was born. <laughs> strange, correct? Strange. Yeah. Right. That is weird. I find that very strange. But in... An interview in, I think it was 94, David Bowie suggests that when his alter ego leaves the earth, Mm -hmm. there is going to be something else that takes the elements and reveals itself. So five years is suggesting that Ziggy Stardust has done its shit. He's tried his best to save the world. (laughs) Ziggy Stardust has done its shit. (laughs) He's done his shit. He's tried to save the world. He can't do it. He can't. He's going to die off. Yep. and this new prophet is going to rise and it's reborn. going to be reborn there's mm-hmm. going to be all the elements are going to make themselves visible yeah right five years later Kanye West was born right so crazy some this sort of is in so Ziggy Stardust died and was literally was then reborn straight into Kanye West who was born basically like two days after Ziggy Stardust died this died so, well from when the world was going to end that yes. five years so Give or take, when you're talking about the world ending, you could probably plus or minus five it days. It takes a couple you? of days. For him to Do you know what I mean? Sh- it's like processing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's a like shipping. It's, your, it's your shipping. Of course, it's your yeah, shipping. three to five days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If anything, it was quick. Yeah, pretty yeah, really sharp, actually. <laughs> so, Wes was quick. Right, so when when Bowie died, the first the first person to say something back after the initial... Because it was announced on Facebook, strange. Interesting. Um, but initial, the first initial post that he died was um, the first person to respond one of the first people to respond was Kanye West right. saying that he was such a massive icon like he was influenced him since he was born he mm. was a massive part of his life and he had no fear and he wanted to be like that it was that sort of um, obituary that he wanted to yeah. say and it, I was like that's you know I can get that so then it, it kind of like sparked this spirit thi- theory. this theory again it sparked it and it someone then kind of brought it back up but extended it so on Bowie's album, The yep. Black Star, yes, one of the tracks is called Lazarus, yes, which is the character in the yep. Bible, the Bible, the Bible, where that was resurrected by yes. Jesus, wasn't he? He was. He was resurrected by Jesus. Yep. What in the same the corresponding album for the similar time period of when Black Star was released was Kanye West's album, Jesus, right? right? Who prophesied who says that he can like he can do whatever he wants, he's a god. Mm-hmm. The third track is called I Am a God. Yes. So the third track of Black Star is Lazarus. Third track of West is I Am a God. Mm-hmm. On the album Jesus. So he's this, you know, he's trying to like bring this all back. It's that like almost like prophets mm. sort of theory. So that's interesting, but you know, he's called himself that. Yeah. Doesn't really doesn't really no prove actual evidence. much. No actual yeah. evidence. The next bit I do find a little bit strange. Okay, go on. I do find a little bit strange. So when he suggested that Ziggy Stardust has died, mm-hmm. yeah, which was the five years after the album release date, which was the birth of Kanye West. Kanye correct? West. Correct. So in the Black Star single, the first track of Black Star, the lines are Something happened well, the day sing. he died. <laughs> a spirit rose a meter and stepped aside. <laughs> I don't actually, I can't actually remember how I'm out of a brain freeze. How does Black Star go? <laughs> <laughs> like Chris. Chris is gonna just bang out <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, just <laughs> gets up, gets his guitar out from his back. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so the lyrics are: Something happened the day he died. 
referencing Ziggy Stardust. Yes. A spirit rose a meter and stepped aside. Mm -hmm. Somebody took his place and bravely cried, I'm a black star. I'm a black star. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the day that Ziggy Stardust died, something rose out of his body Mm -hmm. and stepped aside and went, I'm a black star. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who the fuck's a black star? Kanye West. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Is that it? Is there more? Yeah, no, that's it. The rest of my band's a single. Okay. So, the thing that weirded me out the most about this... Yeah. ...is all the coincidental things that are leading upon from each other. And the fact that in in his last album, in Bowie's last album on Blackstar, he says this, almost this, these lines that suggest that when Ziggy Stardust died, well, it's people are suggesting that he's referencing Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. That when he died, something happened. Yeah. Something came out of this body and started shouting at him. It started like being a big thing, and it is Black Star, which I know is a Black Star Kanye West bit of a jump. Bit of a jump, but with everything else. Because what actually added, is a Black Star, isn't it, to do with like the um the stages of it, like of a star. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I mean, failed like, is... physics at A level. So. <laughs> I got an E. A. S. I was going to so say I didn't, didn't really fail, did you? But then I think no, I, I did got an, e. an E. Oh yeah, it's technically not a fail A level. Anywho, but Black Star, yeah, pretty mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's pretty like that's coincidental to some extent. But the fact there's all the other stuff. Yeah. The fact of like the K West above. The first track being five years. Yeah. Five years later, Kanye West was born. Ziggy Stardust basically suggested that when when he died, his alter ego would leave the earth. An infinite will take the elements, recreate something. When he died, five years, Kanye West, Black Star, spells yeah. it out. It's the thing is, it's nice. I like it. I like. I, I do like it. And there are a lot of coincidences in a row. It's I'll, a lot I'll, of. I'll give it's a lot of interesting coincidences. However, for me. I think one of the things is that they are coincidences, but they can then also play off each other. And Kanye West, for example, is someone who's just always spoken about himself in that way because he is the Jesus of music, is as Bowie prophesied. But what did he? But in terms of in that case. Like, as it being the saviour, he didn't really save anything. He's just released a lot I of mean, very I good albums. I mean, I wouldn't... So, what's he saved? Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. Or Adidas for the American listeners. Mm-hmm. He did save Adidas. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know the... As in, genuinely, I don't so know the in like the, in like sneaker culture, um, Nike... Sneaker culture, man. Nike were basically running the game, mm. running everything, boys. selling out instantly, all that shit. Yeah. Kanye West left Nike, went to Adidas, sold out his shoes in seconds instantly every time. Still does. Everything sells out apart from some of the shitty models he's making now that are kind of really overpriced. But anywho, so that rose, when Kanye West came, it rose the stock by fucking fold. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what he's a saviour of. I believe that as a... As an artist, mm-hmm. he is an incredibly influential artist. Yeah, of course he is. And yeah. he is one of the bigger players in the creative realm. If, yeah. if you go, if you go into like big players in creativity <clears throat> nowadays, there aren't many. Mm. Like ma- massively creative, not just like like there's people that are can sing and can draw, but there's not many that can kind of any realm he puts himself into. He still seems to no, somehow be I, the best in yeah, the world. I the get realm. that, but I, I don't think that makes him the rebirth of a... Ziggy Stardust. David Bowie... Alter Ego. Alter Ego. <laughs> I think I agree with your points. Kanye West is fucking brilliant and a very, very talented, created man. I don't think he's a prophet from above. Like, is it is this... Is it religious? Like, was David Bowie a religious person? Is this like a... Or is it more of a... Well, no, David Bowie's always... Uh, his characters were always, almost part of their own world, weren't they? Because he invent- he, he, he had a lot of worlds and a lot of ideas. One of them was bound to sort of land on something that sort of happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the weird, the weird thing... like I'd like to know where like the K-West on that album cover actually comes from. 
So I imagine it does have a public sort of suggestion of Cameraman Chris, K West, where is it? Uh, Get on the old Google. If you can find out, Chris, does the K West on that album cover have any known significance? Because if it doesn't, that's a strange coincidence. If it doesn't, that is a bit like, okay, weird. And then the like, it is all odd. It's all really eerie. It's a hard one because there's no argument against it. Yeah, well, because there is that. no evidence. Yeah, like basically, there's a few coincidences that someone has invented an explanation from to connect all of these dots. I think for me, what makes it bollocks is the fact that it's talking about a almost a religious experience, and it's it was almost like it's like alien as well, like this sort of reformation of mm. elements, and this it's all just really, really far fetched. So it's like, it's just not, it is just bollocks. It is really it is far-fetched. And, uh, but I, I do think... I grant you it's interesting that some of these coincidences I think, But I think it's a brilliant, brilliant theory. What yeah. twat in their bedroom has come up and made imagine, up all that? Imagine if that that's is the brilliant. case. Do you know what I mean? Like if it, one day somehow someone, someone managed to prove clocked. that that's true. And I, it was I'll tell like, you what, I'd, fuck, I'd love insane. to know what Bowie thought about this theory. Because mm. I don't know whether it fully grasped popular culture until... His death and it yeah. kind of like the the Black like, Star I'd, albums. And I'd stuff. like to think that like he was an incredibly intelligent or like funny guy as well. Mm. I would love to think David Bowie put that in as a reference to that. Do you know what I mean? I'd love that. I mean, I'd, I'd like, be if, find that. I'd find that really. Yeah. Go on, Chris. K. West. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's Marco Chris Nakano. <laughs> K. West is just the name of a furrier. Which is a person who made, sold, repaired, did anything with furs, like coats and stuff. Right. Uh, in it's a shop in London that is closed on twenty three Headham Street in London. Right. It's a shop. So it's to a do with shop fur in, in London. London. If people didn't, if that didn't quite catch on the mics, probably did. Um, right. Well, there you go. Still. Nothing to do. With nothing Kanye to do with Kanye West. Weird coincidence. Though. Weird coincidence. It is. For the it, five, it's, it is. it's that, and then the five years, and within five years and two days of the album release, Kanye West was born. Buki, K West, mad. Yeah, it is just a coincidence. I'm, I'm afraid, but it, I like, I like the theory. If it's so, entertaining, and I hope it's true, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's sadly bollocks. I think and it's then, very interesting. As you say about the creative people, like. Kanye West and David Bowie were inherently going to have similarities because they were both people who were creating worlds, creating music, being these creative people. They're going to have similarities in the things that they speak about in the sense of prophets and Jesus and reinventing music and saving the world. These these aren't weird things to be talking about. No, they're not. They're quite common themes. They're quite, you know, well-spoke about things that they happen to sort of kind of line up at points. K.West in five years, that's a mad link. I just, I, I'm so I'm just saying I'm just saying that's fucking weird. Yeah, because it is. It's a coincidence. No, but <laughs> it is earlier. Uh, I'm sorry, but it is. But that's such a strange. Think how many people were born five years after that? Like how many people were born in 1977? Yeah, but how many people were born on within f- that five years in a couple of days with the initials K. West? No. I agree with you, but it's that's fucking weird. It's weird, but it's it's just, it's as weird as in like, if I happened to go to Tesco at the same time as you and bumped into you, I was like, this is weird. It's a coincidence. It just happens. It's to no, happen. it's weirder than that. It's weird. I don't than think that. it is that much weirder. It than is that. weird. It's than just that. a weird sort of thing, but like weird things happen all the time. No, I think that there's. I, I know it's bollocks. I know it's bollocks, but as a What's the one between atheist and agnostic? Agnostic man, he doesn't really <laughs> not not overly passionate about those. <laughs> he doesn't even know the name for it. <laughs> I'm a I'm a you know I'm a, I'm a philosopher. I, I I take things yeah. into account and I you know I, I think about them a lot. And I've thought about this a couple of times. So I don't know about religion really. I'm not a religious man. I don't know what I believe about. It. I'm unsure. Yeah, but. I do see weirdnesses in coincidences. Mm. So I do get that. And this is one where I look at and I go, that's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah, but that I do. Not as well, in the same not in then, the same way that I'd do if I bumped into you in the shop and I go, No, 
Oh, what a coincidence. Why'd you put that voice on him, really? <laughs> that, that would be even weirder. <laughs> what a coincidence. What's happened? What a coincidence. Jimi Hendrix manager owes me money. <laughs> Oh, we've lost everyone. We've lost everyone. What? No, I like it. It's a fucking it's weird. A it's a strange coincidence, and I think that. So, like, say for example, for example, trying. <laughs> you left too long of a pause. I'm trying to there. trying to think of something that'd be similar, like, but I don't know. It's like Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah standing in front of a shop that said E Farah. <laughs> five years before I was born and releasing a podcast that said in five years like releasing a podcast suggesting that in five years we need someone that's going to like save the entertainment industry <laughs> <laughs> well because that would be a fucking coincidence that now I'm doing podcasts sat in my studio doing everything like that and this is like a do you know what I mean that's a weird, and I'm yeah. a very cocky man. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a god, but I'm a cocky man. Your your the name of your phone is God's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, and it's the next prophet. <laughs> I am Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, I no, I mean it's obviously. Bollocks. Do you know what I mean? That, I like the coincidence. Of, can you imagine if that was something? I'm gonna start googling. There must be something that's Efar. Efar. I bet there's a fucking um, Orshua. The Farrier. It was called E Farrier. The Farrier. You know when they put the fucking. Oh, you, you were at this point. I don't. How, how could I possibly argue against that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there might be. Well, there you go. No, I think. I, I, I do like it. It's a nice theory. It's interesting. It's interesting coincidences. I'd love to know if they were aware of it and if they played off it a little bit later on. I'd like to speak. I'd like to. Um, if Kanye, I'd like to speak to Kanye West about Again, them. again. Oh, Sarpa fucked up for us. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we'll, we'll get you in. Yay. Can I call you yay? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. West. <laughs> Mr. West. Um, now, if we get him in, yeah. we, get, we get Marcus around from Sarpa, we squash their beef, mm-hmm. we talk about this brilliant podcast, that'd be. Episode 25. Kanye's coming on. <laughs> we're squashing the Sarpa beef. <laughs> Kanye, please, because when I say stuff, we're going to do it. So, mm. if you're hearing... Beautiful. Well, at a minute, mine please. was plausible. Yours is bollocks, but I enjoyed it. Mine's more enjoyable than yours. Yeah, but mine's true. <laughs> mine's fact. Uh, I, 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 yeah, no. But it, it, what I, I do want to hear is what other people think. Yeah, let us know. Do you, what's your thoughts on, because I think the David Bowie one could get some interest because I mm. fucking love this one and I think it's really fucking mm. interesting. It is really interesting. Um, yours is more of like a serious thing. Yeah, like mine's more when you get people that have like, dedicated their lives to looking into it and would yeah. like want to be like well on May 16th and 97th like do you know what I mean it's a very like specific point so yours is more like a general sort of belief of that link between them and it's the just, idea I think it's a like, lovely it's, I think it's also a lovely link idea if that two creative geniuses are somehow <clears throat> intertwined and knew yeah. the other one knew the other was coming because yeah. I do see like Bowie being like a almost like a what would you call him like a like a, almost like a god yeah but not a god like a like a ah. I was going to pan some lights in my head I would already edited a load of lights up there you've got so much editing to do I'm <laughs> you... to see it <laughs> um, but yeah so like yeah. I think in my head that like I don't know I see him as that and for him to be able to suggest something I think is a really cool story yeah I think it it reminds me a lot of like um, old anime I would have watched when I was like 13 mm. That sort of vibe that sort of that's like, like a lovely story. It's, a, yeah. it's such a nice storyline yeah. that really like... Yeah, it is. It is a nice story. But if you like Ziggy, if Ziggy Stardust was an actual creature... Mm. A, what is a creature? Yeah, a creature? An actual yeah. character is what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah. trying to say character. Um, is a character in a book that actually like everything led on to it and it's a it could be a fucking good anime film yeah. of like Ziggy Stardust yeah, make the movie, trying right? to start... Trying to... Right... <laughs> Anyone that's listening, yeah. If you don't can, take the idea. Don't take the idea, but if you can f- draw and do like stop start comics and stuff, we can make some make um, an animation. No, just make a comic. That'd be cool. A comic would be sick. 
Right, I'm, I'm <laughs> sidetracking. I'm sidetracking. Yeah. But yeah, that no, is... I like it, mate. It's a good story. It is a really nice story. It is, it is unfortunately bollocks, but I like it. And there yeah. are some weird coincidences in there that, you know, I like the explanation. It's not true, but whether some of them are related, and especially in the later ones, whether they were aware of this and played it off, I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love um, to know. I... But yeah, interesting. It is really For sure, for sure. Right, have we got bands some new singles? Bands? I have, I have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You fucking treat yourself, mate. Go on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight off the bat. There you go. And I'm gonna start with my band. Your band. Week. I enjoy doing a band first. Go on. My band this week is a band that I found actually through Dream Nails. A, they're like a pop punk. Mm-hmm. Band. I'll probably do it in a couple of weeks' time. And they're a band called Crawlers. Mm-hmm. And they've only got two songs out at the minute. Uh, the first one is So Tired, which was released late last year. And the second one's Placebo, which right. was released like April time mm-hmm. this year. I've only got these two songs out. And it's three women, one lad, from what I can gauge from their Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems really almost like a bit, it's a bit grungy, grungy-ish. It's not massively hardcore punky stuff mm. like the um, Dream Nails are, but it's more of a nicer, yeah, nicer sounding, easier listening. Um, and her, the voice of the lead singer, especially in So Tired, is fucking unbelievable. Mm, really it's good, beautiful. Yeah. And I have to admit, like Just the way it voice. sounds, it's very, it's almost rough. It's yeah. a rough female vocal that yeah. like. Is incredibly rare. You don't see it. Yeah. And I and it and I don't know. It just sounds incredible on the so yeah. on the so tired. No, I know what you mean. Because a lot of female vocals can sound very polished, more polished than like sometimes. Sometimes male vocals it's easier to be a little bit more Raspy. rough around the edges. Yeah. Whereas female vocals often come through very polished. Yeah. Which is really good, but it's quite nice to hear a little bit more of a rawer female and it's, voice. Yeah, and it's different, and it's got a bit of a raw to it. And then he, on the placebo, it sounds better, but she's not flexing her vocal cords as yeah. much. And it's got some better backing too as it's well. Top, it's got some like nicer. It's got some nice backing too that gives mm. it a bit more oomph. Yeah. Gives it a bit more yeah. like behind to go to. Mm. Sort Whereas, of highlights it. Yeah, in yeah. a different way, isn't it? Like. Yeah, it does, and it like really does highlight it in a, in a way that puts it forward. Yeah. Really does like shove it forward that placebo, and it's a, that's more grungy than so tired, yeah. but still not to the level not, of not like the... Panic Shack and yeah. you know not to the level of that sort of punk sort yeah. of vibe. But Crawlers are a top fucking brand. They're yeah. a nor- they're Northwest. Northwest. Which is vague. But yeah, that is vague. Manchester, Liverpool type area. They're probably from some sort of in between you place. Yeah. Well, it's what they got in their bio on Insta. Right. But yeah, they're they're brilliant. I really yeah. enjoyed them. And I found the Dream Nails to Jack Saunders as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the other night, they had a, they were doing a, like a, like a phone-in interview. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were doing a phone-in interview. Yeah, <laughs> for the Spotify listeners, he's done the phone <laughs> in case no one knew what a phone was. Phone and interview. They yeah, did a phone and interview, and I. I found so many few Jack Saunders over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, same because I, I listened to him. Yeah, same because I listened to him on the way home. But that yeah. interview is really interesting because they were saying that at their at this dream now, as I'm talking about now, at their gigs, they pull all the um, women and the non-binary people to the front. Oh really? So it's like a safe space, and if they see anything inappropriate, where they girls feel uncomfortable or non-binary people feel uncomfortable. Um, they end up like stopping the gig and won't pick up their oh, instruments until that sick. person and that sort of that's situation is sorted out. I like that. So like I really, I was really drawn to them yeah. and I was like, I love what they put out. So let's go through their following. Through. Yeah, yeah. It's a big way to do it. So let's go through their following and if they're following yeah. them, I'm probably going to respect exactly. them and like I was yeah, yeah. ticking through and the crawlers were one of the ones that I've stuck out to me. Mm. And especially because the lead singer has like a... Dark hair, but two really blonde streaks, like here, oh. and like it really stuck out to me. Yeah. That like grabbed me, like and I was like, image. right, I need to, I need to listen to these. Yeah, see what they're saying, and, and they it, are what they are good. saying, fucking good, fucking good. So I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing what they're coming out. Yeah, next. yeah, me too. And listen to a bit more because I only heard them when you played them today. That perceivable one, I haven't even heard the other one yet. But yeah, you I did. I did play it. I did you? But like, I don't think you were. Yeah, 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 just in the background while I was writing bits about it. But brilliant voice. Yeah, gorgeous vocals. They're, um, they're Incredible just outfit. crawlers as well. Because when I was trying to find the Spotify, if you put the crawlers, they don't come up like, at all. Oh, they're not. So it's just crawlers, not the. Because I found them quite hard to find when you put the. So there's a tip if people are looking for them. Oh. Just crawlers. Crawlers. Mm. So crawlers are the band. We've yeah. got a fly in the room. It's That's a daddy long legs and it's enormous. If you're hearing the horrible noises, it's a daddy long legs flying about. Just grab it, Chris. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> oh, go on, Chris. 
Just slap it. No, don't slap it. Oh. I've already killed one. Shh, look at that. RSPCA, we on our RSPCA. RSPCA. But while you're dealing with that, okay. my band. My band are The Motive. Yeah, they're in the play. You put them in the playlist last put week. Put them in know? the playlist with their new song called You last week. And they're one that I've listened to for ages. I've had their song um, Late Nights in a different playlist of mine for mm-hmm. ages. It's really, really good. Um, so, but when they release this new one, I sort of listen to them for a while, then they release this new song. And you know when you see a new release and you're like, I fucking love them. And then you sort of go back and I was like, yeah, these are one a good one to speak about. Uh, they're from London. They're like an indie rock band. They've got like 10,000 listeners, so they're, they're doing oh, quite shit, well. Oh, shit, they're doing but, all right. Um, still thought like good good one to speak about because they've got they've got a real range of sound across all their songs mm. and again it's a big point we highlight all the time but like they've got a lot of very different songs and that late nights is very like is really unique it's got a very unique voice during it and it's very slow and it's sort of there's not that as much going on but it's just powerful vocals over like quite a yeah. catchy song and then they've got a different kind of love which is like really poppy um, like really poppy, poppy, poppy. It's yeah, really poppy. Really yeah, aye. <laughs> I've actually it threw me off. I'll tell you why my voice has gone weird then. Because I've written poppy on my phone. It's autocorrected to Polly. So I just went to read it and it says it's very Polly, and then I changed it, and that's Polly why pocket. my voice has gone weird. So as an isolation, I just aye, went poppy. poppy. So I did well not to say Polly actually. Yeah. Give me a middle. Poppy. Um, really good lyrics, like really good flow to it. The new single's really like really polished, very like radio. Worthy, worthy yeah think. like it's quite alt pop it's a little bit like sarpa um like really upbeat bat beats upbeat bat beats <laughs> <laughs> i know what i mean yeah, yeah. upbeat like backing track yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, upbeat actual like music upbeat bat beat upbeat bat beat <laughs> <laughs> uh good guitar really good vocals as i think the vocals is what really stands out for me yeah a lot of bands that do this sort of slightly india stuff slightly like alt pop stuff but the vocals is what really stands out and makes yeah. them like a little bit of a cut above. But they are really yeah. good, and that song, that track you put into the playlist, playlist. you, you, mm. good song, really sad good song. song. Yeah, I have to turn it off when I'm on my night shift. Because, yeah, yeah, on, on your night, night shift, night you shift. only worked at eleven o'clock. <laughs> You're not on the night All shift. All right, <laughs> on the twilight shift is yeah, what they call thank it. Thank you. Um, and it's depresses me because yeah. the job depresses me. Yeah. So. But when I'm at home happy, I'm... Yeah, it brings you, know, you down. It's nice. It, it brings me down. It makes me... It mellows me. Yeah. It's nice. No, it is nice. No, I, yeah, and I like their... And they are... They've got a very good outfit. Yeah, it's just got a good vibe about them. Even like... Look on the Instagram and stuff. They all just seem really cool. And mm. they've got a lot going on. And they've got a big following, so fair play. Like, but... Yeah, if you've not yeah, heard well. of them before, The Motive. Very good one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. I'm right. Single. I threw a bit of paper on the floor in haste. <laughs> 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 and it's a bit of paper with notes on it, isn't it? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> right. In, in haste. In <laughs> so. Oh, fucking hell. My single. Well, it's not a single this week. It's a EP release. Whoa. I know. Pushing the boat EP out. Alarm. Extended product. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a. It's an EP that's a self-titled EP by Echoes, mm. which are a band from Liverpool. Yeah. And. Fuck me, they're good. They're really good. Very really impressed, good. and I'm surprised they've only got the amount of following that they do yeah. have. They're not, they're not no. big at all. But they bring what I saw there. I saw, can't remember what track it was over, like a photo, on a sponsored post on Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. scrolling through, and it caught me, and I was like, I'll have a listen to these. And it, I don't think it was their best song. Mm. I don't think that, on that EP, I don't think it was the best song they used. But I think when I started looking through it. Uh, Being a Girl Like You is a track that I've added into the playlist this week but that song is unbelievable mm. I've done the Donald Trump thing <laughs> you <now>. have yeah <laughs> he's got his bloody like, okay sign out yes. again um, but yeah no they are unbelievable yeah. and for a band who they seem like young lads yeah and they're trying to fucking fingers <laughs> they're not trying fingers <laughs> um, no I'm, try- I'm doing the okay thing again um, they are trying to make this like almost old schooly old school Beatles cross with mm. typical Liverpool indie band like that yeah. nice mix you can mix. see the influences coming through yeah of. for sure and it's a lovely mix and they've got a catchy ch- ch- <laughs> <laughs> catchy what? 
Oh, it's gone to shit. I'm so sorry, everyone. You're right. If you made it this far in, I literally love all of you. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so impressive. Right. So, The Echoes, it's got a catchy track. Yeah. Like, it's a catchy sound. The lyrics are incredibly catchy. Mm -hmm. And it works really well. And it is radio ready. Yeah. I just think it needs to get that recognition that it deserves yeah. because it sounds so impressive. Yeah. They need to be like a like red red. Oh, red Rub Club. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Red Rub Club. They need to be like Red, red Rub Club. They need to be like Red Rub Club level. Yeah. Because that that sort of level suits the music yeah. sound. Like the under, they're not very. They are underground, but they don't sound yeah, very underground. Very polished, very radio. So like, it, isn't it is. It is, and it's a very very interesting. That opening track. riff to the one that the track that you play me first is really good. Yeah, like, the being a girl like you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a top song. I like. It's one of those where as soon as you've played it, it only takes five seconds. You're like, yeah, yeah. These these are smart. This is a good. This is a good tune. I've I've hardly heard any of it yet, but like, you, you know, like, it's you know, be decent. and they just sounds really good because they just you can see an idea and then it sounds good and they just execute it so well and you're just like, yes, love it. So, per- it, it is really good. And I'm really notch. impressed. So I'm seeing. I want to see them live. Yeah, they're one of the ones I want to do when we go up for um, Liverpool Day. Yeah, when we do. What's it called? Sound, summer sound, 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 sound of city, sound, sound, sound of city, sound of city in Liverpool. Yeah, summer we booked tickets for next year. We had, we were gonna get tickets. It was this weekend. Oh shit! You know, we originally looked at it and they got cancelled because of we? Corona. Yeah, we did like two months ago. Not a fucking globe. Yeah, yeah, we did. When we it's go been up, rescheduled, so we're going to that in Liverpool. When we go up, then mm-hmm. I want to see whether we can sort something out with them boys because yeah. they're really impressive. Even I'd whether whether it's like just a little sit down and a chat, a cup of coffee and a pint or something. A cup of coffee and a pint. <laughs> no, do you oh, know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's oh, try and get... Plenty of the time of day. Yeah, get something, get something going with get them because they seem like sound like... Yeah, I like them. For sure, for cool. sure, for sure. Right, my one is quite a big release, which like a lot of people would have heard about, but I'd like to speak about it anyway mm. um, because it's from by your favourite band, as you said earlier, and that's Shame. They've released a new single called Alphabet, and it was quite, it was a very hyped up thing, like within like their fan base, because they released their album, Songs of Praise. Fucking ages ago. In like early 2018. Oh like, my God, it was It's so like borderline three years ago. And they've released nothing since, like not nothing. a fucking They've been sound. fucking brilliant live. Not a sound. They are one of the best bands we've ever seen live. That album is one of the best albums like ever. They're just, they are so good. So That's when I saw. It's a fucking bold statement. I think it is. It's a brilliant album, yeah. Like. Top fifty. Yeah, I'd put it up there. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not. It's not top five, but like top it's top 50. fifty. Yeah, yeah, that sort definitely. of vibe. For me, it was. I I do love that album, and them releasing a new single is quite a big deal, and it's really, really fucking good. Um, it is good. The video is strange. The video yeah. is very. Um, what's the orange? Orange. No, the weird the film where they're um, clockwork orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, it's filmed very clockwork orange. Yeah, it's got I get it's that. that sort of vibe mm. of um, like camera work. It's I think a, he, um, the lead singer Charlie Steen, mm. I think is a real creative, mm. like a real creative, and he's got some of the like the most energy and passion in a live performance and in everything that he does that I've ever seen. He is a proper, proper talented guy. He was really, really impressive live. Yeah. I loved seeing like the him atmosphere live. that he generated and like the whole band generated was mm. incredible. And this new tune is like it's same with all of them, but like just want to see it live. Like, yeah. like I have it on in the car, and he's just like, oh, just a good picture being there and seeing him do it. Oh god, yeah. Speaking of them being live, yeah. If anyone has any tickets for oh, the Brixton the gig, the Brixton gig, let me fucking know because we'll buy them off you. Yeah, yeah. Gen- genuinely because. Looking yeah, right into the lens now. I'm desperate to go to that. It's the O2 I went to buy tickets for. I'll double check with you before I buy them. Sent you a message, and then it, like however long it took to apply, and then you were like, yeah, 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 get them. And I was like, okay, sound. Went back on, sold out in the like fucking 25 minutes that I was like making sure that you wanted them. So I'm pissed, pissed off because I should just got them and then asked you after, and then would have been fine. And you but, could yeah, just start doing that, man. I, I normally do, but I think they were like. I don't know. Thirty quid, aren't they? Thirty quid. Or so. so I was like, I want to quid, check. Yeah, yeah. But like, even so, I just fucking. I should have bought one. Mistake. Life regret. Yeah, but if someone's but, selling them, yeah. tell us because I want to fucking buy one. They're fucking good, and their new song is just—it's just more of the same, but they sound even better, even louder. It's you know more arrogant as well. Yeah, they just seem to have taken this time to just fucking hone it in, really find that sound which they already had, but just perfect it, perfect it. Yeah, we're both fucking struggling. Perfect it and. They've done it. It's a top tune. Alphabet by Shame, top. It's a massive tune. It is a massive tune. Yeah. 
Um, but for those who have stuck about, we wanted we literally spoke earlier about trying to make it a bit shorter because we don't know if people like how long they've been recently because they've all been over an hour, um, and it's now over an hour, but long. But we're trying. But I, again, I would like let us know. Like if you're listening to this now, not just DM us or do whatever and just say I like it. I'd rather it was half an hour to forty minutes, or I like the length of them. I'd rather it was longer, whatever, because. We can't gauge. It's fun. We find it hard to gauge. So yeah, because do it's... you like this sort of time? A little bit short, a little bit longer. Let us know because we can we can adapt it, but we we tend to ramble as you probably imagined. So it goes a bit longer. But yeah, yeah I'm intrigued because yeah, we were going to try and make it more like 40 minutes, but here we are. She happens. But those that are still listening, thank mm. you for listening. Yeah. and make sure you like, subscribe. Yeah, comment, follow us, do whatever, follow us. So um, much coming over the next few oh weeks. Oh my god, don't even get so me started. Much. So much coming, and you'll see that on our Instagrams, mm-hmm. both of our personal ones and the page. Yeah. Get on them. There'll be another video coming out soon that is related to the podcast yeah. that isn't the podcast. I think the Instagram is a real good place to see what we're doing, and, and like we're posting so much on there. Gotcha. And then Twitter is more like if you actually want to get involved and speak to us, then I'm I I'm always on it. So get following both of those and keep an eye out got some got some more guests in the works we've got surprises come in so very tasty very tasty so if you're still about keep an eye out for that stuff and fucking get involved because there'll be another giveaway in a couple of weeks as well as something that you could help support us with yes so if you are really enjoying the content and you want to fucking stick about support us as much as you can and you'll find out in a couple of weeks on how you can do that so keep your ears out and your eyes peeled <laughs> keep your ears out sorry unlucky so if you keep your ears out keep them out stay with it I'll uh, see you on the other side peace cheers <laughs>